welcome everybody to episode 23 of Beers in the Lot. We got a fun one this episode. We're talking to one of our good friends from our league, Matt Goodwin. We call him Goody. Goody the goalie. He's going to give us a goaltender's perspective on warm-ups and facing certain types of players. And we got to hear him tell a pretty cool story about meeting Mike Richter. So let's go. Let's get into it. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's open these beers. What you pour in there, Riggs? So this is the beer that I recommended to you uh, earlier. Well, I guess not earlier in the week because it's the middle of the week. So uh, over the weekend, I guess. It is uh, from Old Mother. It's called Hank. It Hank. Is just a, <laughs> it's just a regular old American lager called Hank. All right, then. And that's I right think, up my alley. I think it, it would be... <laughs> It would be right up your alley. Yeah, that's right up your alley. <laughs> I'd snag right. some of that. <laughs> what What do you have, Aaron? I've got a Genesee Honey Brown. It is. It's incredibly mediocre. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not great. <laughs> Probably won't get any more. <laughs> oh my <Gosh>. god <laughs> what do you got johnny so i have a repeat because i was clearing out the fridge i have a buzz the tower which is a top gun can art from calvert oh, yeah. brewing company say ale with raspberries and cold brew coffee i really like it's it solid. it's a little 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 fruity but every now and then those aren't bad especially since it's been cold lately i don't mind the cold but every now and then i wouldn't mind a little warmer uh, you're you're the guy that talked to you about the coffees. That's for sure. You, you get you get the coffees a lot. Yeah, I'm you big like, like you're an aficionado, stout, stout porter, coffee type fellow. Into that, so yeah. How about our guest, Goody? What you got tonight, folks? Uh, uh, Hershey and and all things in Hershey. Uh, Blood Orange Ale. Right on. Well, let's just go to the introduction then. Tonight we got Matt Goodwin, Goody, hey. one of our uh, longtime, one of our longtime goalies in our league, and great friend of of all of us here. Um, may have noticed that we didn't have a beer from Daniel tonight. He is at home celebrating with his wife on their second child, who was born over the weekend. Welcome, Nolan. So we're all really happy and congratulating him for that. So uh, he gets a night off tonight. He's earned it. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be fine don't worry he'll be fine he'll be fine <laughs> oh man no come on just that's kidding. perfectly good reason <laughs> i come agree on. i'm not i'm just making a joke i kid i kid we go being the voice of reason here <laughs> no. no we were we were talking on the discord earlier today that you know the the beers in the lot podcast has a strong uh paternity leave program uh it's unpaid leave <laughs> unpaid but <laughs> we can only be so progressive you, know, you could definitely take you know we <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> take a couple weeks off <laughs> yeah the the head of the, the head of the union wouldn't approve paid leave <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a real jerk that's what i heard <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the B I T L P A. <laughs> yeah, 
We don't have a really strong uh, player representation against the Union. It's really bad. <laughs> but yeah, we decided uh, we'd ask on Goody tonight because uh, we got some goaltending topics to talk about. Yeah, so in the warm-ups of a New York Islanders game, and Aaron hates that we're talking about the Islanders again, but <laughs> again. we're not actually going to talk about the Islanders. We're talking about what happened, not the team. Again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they were in, they're in warm-ups, right? Everybody's buzzing around, and they're shooting on net. And uh, Cal Clutterbuck, who we're all huge fans of. Big fan. He says. Love the guy. <laughs> absolutely smoked Semyon Varlamov. Uh, up underneath the mask, I think, and uh, injured him. Although then he posted like two shutouts, I think. Um, so maybe it helped him. But it it got me thinking about like when we go out for our beer league games and we're in warm ups, and guys are skating around, and it's really for some guys it might be the only time that they get to shoot on net or on a goalie. Uh. You know, and so they may not know what is the proper way to warm up their goaltender before a game. So I thought, who's a goalie that we know that plays in the beer leagues consistently um, and might have something to say about how to warm up your goalie properly? So I thought, oh, Matt Goodwin, goody. Hey. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean <laughs> as a as a recipient of the special to the throat in the past, I can uh I can definitely speak to uh not enjoying the uh the wake up call that that is. But yeah, I mean I'm pretty vocal when it comes to warm-ups like if you're playing on like a a more structured team like when I played organized hockey back through whether it be Phantoms or, you know, in college you have your warm-up that you kind of put together with the captains of the team because some goalies want to be mobile. Some goalies really just want to get their eyes moving. So you actually get something that you put together that you kind of last throughout the season. For me, it was always, I wasn't a huge fan of the hook at the top of the blue line coming back in. I was always more, I wanted to be moving side to side. So we would set up drills around that. But in men's league, it's always, what is it? The You have the arc at the top of the circles where some guys are going to, not make it to the crease and some guys are <laughs> going to try to remove your skull and that's, that's basically what you get so for me the it, to the to the what happened to varlamov the one rule is keep the freaking puck down like for because again i know most of the guys in most leagues so if you try to if a puck comes on my head and warm-ups i'm just like all right you're done for the night like you don't get to shoot anymore i skip you from now on and we carry on because <laughs> warm-ups are are your point also like as a goalie that's probably the only shots i'm gonna get probably for the breakaway off the the opening face off when no one's paying attention so if i want any hope of not getting you know <laughs> lit up that's the only chance i'm gonna get to get any work so like in in warm-ups like what do you want to see what do you want guys to do do you want them to kind of like give you a look at each side low each side like basically trying to hit your blocker and your glove like what do you what do you want to see you know yeah i mean you guys have all played with me plenty like i i 
particularly since the way I play is I make a lot of downplays. Like I move on the ice a lot. I'm I type of guy to shuffle or stay on the edges a lot. I'll probably stay in the butterfly most of the time. So I just want shots that are going to hit me. Cause I'm not going to make a big push to try to go make a save. I want you to hit me with the puck, but not in the head, obviously. Um, <laughs> and you, basically if you do that, it's, I'm going to get work. It's, the the big cardinal rules, like if you ask most goalies, especially like in men's league, is don't come in and try to dangle something. I'm just going to step out of the way. Like, come on. Do that on the one breakaway you'll get the season. And just, you know, don't try to pick a corner. Like, hit me with the puck because to the point of, you know, that might be the only work I get. It's an old cliche, but I I need to get, you know, the feel of the puck. Like, okay, how how are my eyes moving? Because that's, you know, from the more heady goaltending perspective, that's when I'm going to make those adjustments that I'm going to go, okay, I'm a little slow on the move. So I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive in my depth today because I'm not moving as quick. So I can't, I can't get side to side as quick. So I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be a little more aggressive here. My, my angles aren't great. So I'm going to compensate that way. I'm noticing I'm getting beat here. Like that's going to be the only time because like we might play once, twice a week. As much as it's beer league, I don't like getting scored on. So that's probably the only chance I'm going to get to see how my eyes are working that day or how my legs are working that day. If I'm chasing the whole time, I got no clue. Because, like, you know, to the point of, like, the guys here is throughout playing men's league, you know, as a goalie or in, in playing any level of hockey, you kind of know what to expect from certain shooters. Johnny scored on more, me more times backhand than I care to admit. And right. that bothers me a lot. But to that <laughs> point, Johnny's going to shoot on me backhand in warmups. Like Johnny's always going to take that short angle, high backhand, wish he was Cindy Crosby, try to go below the bar, <laughs> warm-up shot. But that's going to give me the shot against that. So Rigo is going to beat me blocker high a thousand times, and I'm going to want to tear my hair out there. But at least I know what to expect <laughs> there. So it's kind of getting used to the different areas I can work on as I know the players I'm going to play with. So what do you do when Daniel's bearing down on you? I move. <laughs> well, the goal of that bad in warmups, you can have it, buddy. Uh, I'll put it on the score sheet if you want to, if it makes yeah, you feel better, but uh, I'm out. <laughs> I just ask, cause he's probably the best shooter out of all of us here, possibly in our men's <laughs> league. So I mean, besides like one or two guys. So. It, it's kind of funny. You mentioned, uh, you know, kind of our tendencies a little bit and you still get beat because obviously we play men's league. We're all not pro, but are there Correct. certain things as you've gotten older? Cause I know as I've gotten older and we played against each other in high school and stuff, you and I have known each other for a long time there. I mean, I, I know for a fact there are things I've gotten better on as a hockey player, you know, getting older, not necessarily, you know, I'm definitely further away from my playing days than anything else, but you as a goalie getting older, what do you, what do you think, if anything, you've gotten? I mean, I don't really want to say better because I think we all kind of plateaued long ago. But you know, <laughs> you know, being ago. a goalie, being a goalie where it is a little more demanding in a in a <laughs> yeah. adult sport than you know your traditional, you know, kind of like us playing forward or D. You know, where we can right. kind of I wouldn't say mail it in, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes. What, what are some things you've either worked on or gotten <laughs> better, or do you think you've gotten better on too? Well, yeah. So, so for context, you know, when we played in high school and I always hate this fact, but the one time when we were in high school that we made like playoffs against each other, you scored the overtime winning goal against me. And when I was, thanks. 
still hate that. Still hate that fact to this day, but I'll give it to you. Um, but, you know, when I was younger and even when I was, you know, making the transition into men's league, I was always awful technically, but super athletic and able to make those kind of like highlight reel saves and just kind of like outwork, frankly, men's league. So that worked to my favor. But as well, beer put weight on my gut. That's not really a thing anymore. I can still make that, but not, you know, 10 times a period. So for me, you look at a like a if you compare to the pros, you look at a guy like Roberto Luongo, who really had to reinvent his game once, twice, three times throughout his career, because as a goalie, you have to see where you're getting slower. Like I'm not as quick to make a quick recovery, get back to my edges and get on my angles. So I have to learn to control my rebounds better. So that's where I've had to get better or, you know, learning to play the puck because if I can get the puck out of my zone, as opposed to let it sit there for a prolonged shift, that's going to let my, that's going to let me in my old age, get, get a, get a breather. And especially guys on the team is going to let us get a breather. Whereas before, you know, you're like, whatever, you guys will get it out, have fun. And if it stays in the zone, that's more work for me and I want more work. So like that's has that's had to be over the years like how I've had to kind of adapt because it just you know bother times undefeated and uh, I definitely have gotten a lot slower. <laughs> but the beer have. gut takes up a lot more net, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has great rebound control for the record. It's awesome. <laughs> Got a quick chest. You know, you were saying about facing, you know, so many shots a period and everything. Uh, so, uh, the listeners know Goody is also, he's our goalie when we go up to Johnstown. I don't know if Aaron mentioned it before, but, um, <laughs> the, the, the first year that we went up, uh, in the first game, how many shots did you face? That so th- you're talking about the game against the the Chiefs alumni? Yeah, yeah. That's a, and this is no exaggeration. The most work I've ever gotten in a hockey game. Like, <laughs> and and it wasn't like just like mediocre shots getting thrown. Like every save felt like I was stopping. You know. Sid or Conor McDaly, every save felt like a monumental life affirming achievement because I think we're talking like <laughs> 30, 40 shots a period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it, bad. It, we like, it, yeah. first of all, our team was bad. Yes. And then we yes. played against, yes. we played against a team that was like all former pro, current European oh pro, God. uh, former NCAA, like at least high level junior players at some point in their lives. So they all knew how to play like a pro style game. And we did not. (laughs) (laughs) And for like every goalie, the goal, like existentially, there's this bar of, you never want to give up double digits. Like that's just when you feel like everything has gone off the rails. And I remember just being like, I want to keep this under 20. Like I want to keep this <laughs> under like double what my normal 20. unacceptable it was, level is. It was, but it was. I think it was like a. I know we scored for first. I know like Correct. we scored first. I remember that. And then uh, it went way off the rails. And I think it was like 
it was like nine one with maybe like a minute left and they had one guy on their team that was still going hard and we were like if this guy scores the 10th goal like i i turned to one of the guys next to me and i was like we're going to we're going to dump the bench and we're going to go get this guy like <laughs> we're not like this is stupid and then he goes down and he takes like a slap shot i think it was like middle of the ice top of the circle in to get the 10th goal you know and we're just totally deflated like so pissed off i don't know if you remember but it was it was bad we were bad <laughs> oh, I mean that—that that is easily the worst team we've. Because how many years have we gone to Johnstown now? Uh, Since 2016 or 2015? Yeah, yeah so five we're, years. Yeah, five. we're five years in, and that was you know we were going in blind. So with any tournament, you're going in wondering what that level, what's an A level, what's a B level, what's yeah. an over forty level, yeah. and most tournaments, it's you can basically guess. And this is just far and away, just a different tier of hockey. And most of those guys, I remember after the game, you know, it's it's part of like the goalie experience when you go in and you get shelled. If you're playing against a team that's just better, but they're pretty cool, they always come up. I the more the amount of free beer I've gotten in my life for just enduring shellackings <laughs> is comical because a lot of teams are like, thank you for not getting crappy, thank you for not slashing, you know. Because you, you know, right. if you're a team that that's good, you can get a lot of goalies who are just going to like lose their mind. I remember them coming up to me afterwards and just because we get the beer tickets and just like basically offering me as yeah. much beer as I want with it. I'm like, guys, I need water and I need a nap. Like I would normally <laughs> love a beer, but if I drink a beer, one Bud Light or one whatever they had on tap is going to kill me. So I got to turn you down here. Do you guys have any Pedialyte on tap? Yeah. yeah can I get Pedialyte? Is there a nurse? Can I get an IV? Because yeah. I need fluids, not not the beer kind and soup. Uh. <laughs> well, and it's funny you kind of mentioned you mentioned like, and I know you and I have played on teams like this, Goody. I think all of us, at some way, shape, or form, whether going to that Johnstown tournament or in general, where you know we played teams where not only were not in their league, but out of their stratosphere. I mean, it's just so, yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. And I, I actually find like, even though we get kind of, you know, massacred, it, it's fun. Cause those guys are like, normally, at least the experiences we've had so far, all those teams have been cool. That's a good experience. Yeah. It, it sucks on the scoreboard. It's kind of deflating, like Rigsby said, but every experience I've had thus far, everyone's been cool in that. And yeah. on the teams I played, played with, no one on our team, thank God, has been an ass. I probably yeah. won't accept it. I think that's just poor in general. But but I think especially yeah. like with that trip, like when we go up there, uh, it's we all know like what it's about. It's not really like we're gonna go play, we're gonna go skate, but it's really more about like, hey, let's go away for the right. weekend and like pretend like we're real hockey players and have fun, you know? Like, yeah. and, well, and, and the first game is always such a weird place for me to be in because I usually work and I drive, like I don't come up in the caravan. The first game, everyone but me is yeah. buckled. 
<laughs> it's, it's always true, true story. It's like it's now yep. a rite of pass. It's a rite of passage for me every year. Where like I remember the second year, I actually got kind of I got kind of shitty because I you know it's always tournaments are always fun, especially as a goalie. Like that's probably the most like in a zone you get to get because you're playing games back to back to back. And I remember the first game like getting kind of shitty because I was like I was getting lit up because well it was a good team. We were mostly buckled, and here I'm the sober guy. I was in a in a state, and like I had to like check myself a little bit because, like you're saying, like this is about having a you know having a couple of years. Yeah, it's fun to be you know competitive, but it's not what that first game is going to be. So now it's like a rite of passage to me. First game, I know. All right. <laughs> just survive survive <laughs> have fun with it stack the pads a couple times and expect that everyone is going to lose the puck so never get lazy because it's coming back immediately <laughs> yeah, that's about right <laughs> that's awesome and the guys are always great about it because guys always like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, and, and now I'm like, what do you apologize? Like, oh, it. like just go me a beer later. Like, grab me a beer at the bar. We're good to go. Like, see ya. Right. Like, see ya. I just realized that John's beer, he's he's got a buzz the tower. Was that deliberate? Yeah, buzz no. the tower warm ups. Yeah. <laughs> buzz the tower warm ups. I didn't even think about it, think about it now. Yeah, that that yeah, took see? me a solid like it took me that long. Yeah. Oh my god! That took me a solid three count to catch the joke. See, <laughs> buzz the tower. And this is actually a chance for me to ask like the alternative question. So, like I, a lot of times there's the the question of like what a goalies want warm up, but for for me, what are you guys as like? skaters trying to or is it just like we're waiting for the fucking puck drop like is there something you guys are actually like trying to well, do in warm up so goody i think you know like me and you've either warmed up against me or seen me pretty much like i don't take a ton of shots in warm up for me no. it's more i want to handle the puck i'll take a few wrist shots and then like you said a few backhands and that's literally just to make sure, okay, the stick feels good. I think my hands are going to work tonight. And for the most part, I just kind of glide around. I don't do much during warm-up because it's men's league, and I'm kind of more like, let's let's get into it so he can drink. Right. That's just me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For me in warm-up, it, it's kind of like Johnny said. Like, I just want to I want to handle the puck a lot. Honestly, I, I kind of am more comfortable shooting on an open net. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I don't know why. Weird. <laughs> You want to shoot on the net. back trying to get an yeah. empty net goal this year. Like, uh. oh my god! <laughs> Which you know you it's love true. empty nets. <laughs> I'm shocked Aaron hasn't stood up on his soapbox for Mitch Marner after Neil Pionk tried to hit him last night, and then Shifley got in his grill about the empty net. I'm shocked Aaron's oh like those gosh. guys. I'm shocked Aaron hasn't been like those guys need to be suspended. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't get what the big deal is about empty nuts. You guys make this big case about, oh, empty nuts, whatever. Whatever. Uh, shit. So anyway. All right. No, but I'm, I'm not a good player. So I, I don't want to shoot on a goalie because I, I'm still working on the puck going where I want it to. As Eric will attest, I can't even pass it to him no, standing you can't still in open night. Two times. Three times. <laughs> Two times. Yeah. It was twice. 
Yeah, the third time <laughs> I, think I gave up. That's why it's hard for me. Easily like twice. Yeah, you gave you skated away the third time. <laughs> you know what Walmart's are for? It's for preventing injury. That's it. Just get out there, get things loose. You know, make sure skate around. You know, joints are still working properly. Skate around a little bit, get a little sweat going, and then you know, let's go. That's it. And like when I'm shooting on goalies, right? I'm I'm trying to hit you. Like I'm trying to hit I want to hit like what yeah. I try to do is I try to hit your left leg pad, your right leg pad. I try to throw you one to your glove and throw you one to your blocker. And then I'm done. Then I'll stop shooting. That's it. I'm done. Now the thing is is yeah, like you're, I can't you're, hit all you're one things. of those guys in warm-ups. <laughs> <laughs> you look you look your shots in warm-ups you do so to the original question of like what do we want you do one of the things that like personally i very much like appreciate is you look your shot so i know where you're gonna shoot for so like i say like controlling rebounds i know you're aiming pad so i'm gonna go down and kick that pad out because i know you're shooting there because you pause it's like if i'm gonna make a checklist you pause wait for me to make eye contact with you and then you shoot so I can mm-hmm. see where you're going to shoot it, and then I right. can react accordingly, as opposed to, oh, he's kind of facing me, let me shoot it. And next thing you know, that nice little rib meat part to the side where I don't have a lot of padding, it has a nice puck mark <laughs> on it, because it's like, well, you were kind of facing me. <laughs> yeah, the old the old rib save, yeah. <laughs> Did that on purpose. That's how I like to save pucks. Oh my god! <laughs> I have more like to to the Varlamov thing. I have like if I run my hands down because I use idiot, uh, not wear a dangler. And you know if you look at like Varlamov in the replays of what happened to him, he actually wears his like very high. So like mm. I'm talking to my goalie buddies. I was like, what's the point? Basically, not even covering anything extra. Like why is it there? Like he wears it super high and. I have, because I'm an idiot, didn't used to wear one. So I have like dents throughout my collarbone because, again, yeah. I'm not very bright and decided that nice. stopping pucks with my bones was better than, you know, protective equipment. Um, <laughs> that is not the case anymore. But that's, you know, where Varlamov, like, he wears his because so many goalies hate, like, the dangling, the, the jingle jangle of it bouncing back and forth. And that's why you see guys like Carey Price and a lot of these other goalies who are really good at tucking their chin. Um, and who are well professionals don't bother because they they always are able to get that nice tuck whereas those of us who have the reaction times of a you know squirrel are not that good (laughs) i played goalie once like back in squirts because we didn't have one and we won like we played this one team we were gonna beat them anyway we beat them all year we won like 15 to 3 (laughs) <laughs> and like my teammates were like, "Oh, you did a good job." I was like, "I let in three goals. I'm never playing goalie again." Like I just, like, <laughs> I didn't. I stood there. It was so boring. I couldn't. I I don't. I'm not wired for that. Like I gotta move. I gotta do stuff. Because even as I'm like I'm watching the play, I'm still like kicking my feet. I'm like, man, really wish I was out there. I'm like, oh, I could have shot that. Oh, I could have passed that. Oh, I'm just <laughs> sitting here. Well, uh, those are the things that never go away when you're a goalie, man. Like all, all yeah, I mean, goalies I, are crazy. Like there's always like people like it. You guys give me shit. Like I'm always fussing with my pads and whatnot, because it's like, if you don't have something you're doing that kind of like engages you in some way, 
it's just not fun. Especially like if you're on a good team. Like, all right, I'm going to be here for the next 15 minutes doing fuck all. So like you have to balance that. Do I look like a tryhard, like doing push movements in the crease to try to like keep warm? Or do I like stand here and stare at the clock? Because neither is particularly great. <laughs> Well, and you even see like the NHL guys will do like the mental activities. Like they'll spray. I know Holpe, like he's big on like spraying the water and watching it yep. fall down. And everyone yep. thinks it's like an OCD thing, but it's more like a focus thing for him. He has to focus like this is to keep I, yeah. my head like, in line. Yeah. It's little things because, you know, you, you see it like watching an NHL game. You see it watching men's league. Like you don't get a shot for half a period. And then the next flubber just blows by you because you're kind of just half asleep, especially when we've got ice time, like 1045 at night. I'm like, guys, if I'm not going to get some work, I'm going to take a nap in here because I, I, I'm not going to get a bl- like my blood pressure. My heart rate's not going to be up for this. Like I'm not skating. I'm not doing things. I don't know why you think I'm suddenly going to be able to, you know, stop a two on O. So what's the deal? <laughs> We're crazy. What do I, what do I say? So good. Quick question for you. Is it easier to stop someone with a really good shot who, you know, is coming down, you down on you on like a two on one or even a breakaway who can shoot or someone who, you know, does not have a good shot where they consistently throw dribblers or these two mile an hour wimpy wrist shots on you. What, what's harder to stop? The good shots harder because with the, the the flubber, I just go. I'm going to get real big, and I'm just going to assume that they can't dangle past me. That sure works on me. What's scarier? <laughs> the guy with no shot, because I have no idea what's about to happen, and if I screw this up, I'm going to need to leave. Uh, <laughs> so, like, that's that's always because, like. I know, like, like, you know, the guys in our league who are, are money on a breakaway, you know, I I know generally even what they're going to do. You've got the guys who are shooters, you've got the guys who are, are danglers, even still, like, it's probably going to be a 50-50 split. The, the thing that's anxiety-provoking about the guys who are, you know, just, you know, your C lower-level players who just don't have those hands is they could accidentally make you look like a child. Because they're going to do something that I have no idea what happened. <laughs> so that's the hard part about that. So like, I almost would prefer the better player because if they beat me, they beat me. I don't, you know, I'm right. not sitting there like Christ, what's about to happen. Jesus, God, like, is he going to accidentally <laughs> yeah. like go bar down? Because <laughs> we've all seen that. Yeah, yeah. This is why chess grandmasters don't play low level players. <laughs> it's because the low level players. <laughs> Yeah, they they are going to make a mistake that is actually harder to play against and they could potentially lose because they don't know what they're doing. I, speaking it, from experience, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just <laughs> trying something. Sometimes it works. <laughs> well, well and that's why, like, there was a period where I was playing a ton of hockey, uh, like four teams, like five nights a week. And, you know, I was subbing for like a D-level team and I subbed one game and I was like, it was fine there. It was, you know, I'm going to sound like an egotist here, but it was well below my level of play. But then I went back the next day and played where I normally played and just got friggin' shelled. And my <laughs> buddy who ran like my normal team was like, you're not allowed to sub for lesser teams anymore <laughs> because you forget how to play hockey for like three weeks <laughs> because you just don't leave the goal line and you get beat under the bar every time. It's like, you're banned from subbing <laughs> from other teams. 
that's how like that's how the lesser like the 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 chaos theory of it screws through your head because like if you're playing against guys you know, like again really goalie heady here because i'm a nerd for this stuff because i love like you know i miss one of the things about covid i really miss is like goalie coaching um is if you're playing against that more chaos you're gonna send the goal line because i can i have more time to react whereas against a better player if i send the goal line they're gonna make me look very, 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 very bad, and I'm going to give up a lot of goals. So if I'm going to sit on the goal line for two games playing in D level and then come and play, you know, against some of our better guys, first two shots are going right over my shoulder. I'm like, why am I getting beat so? Oh, because you haven't moved your feet in six minutes, dude. Like <laughs> you haven't actually cut an angle off. <laughs> so who is a bigger hero, Goody, Richter or Lundy? Hold, please. Let me see. Uh, okay, I got one, two, three, four Richter, Richter jerseys looking around me. <laughs> yeah, I actually share. Uh, I actually, <laughs> so not only do I share a birthday with Mike Richter, I actually learned how to play hockey from Mike Richter. Oh, oh, oh wow. answers that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, he has. So, so I grew up in Stanford, Connecticut, and uh, I, I actually grew up playing against Johnny Quick. Um, he uh, was a dick since I was a child and probably still is. But Unfortunately, he was always this good at hockey, but uh, I used to go to camp up in uh, I used to go to camp up in Lake Placid and Richter had like that's where he spent his summer. So he would come out to this camp I would go up to. And I remember like when we first were going to meet him, the coach for the weekend was like, all right, first thing you're going to notice is he's like five foot eight. Like he's going to be short, but his legs are like the size of a friggin' tree trunk and you're not going to quite know what to look at. So. Just be ready because the guy, again, like old school goalies now, like they're super spindly, but like old school goalies, they all look like that picture of Marty St. Louis with the giant friggin' legs. (laughs) They all look (laughs) like that. And then 10%. (laughs) And again, he was like this nicest guy in the friggin' world. And we went out and again, I'm like 10 at the time. And we go play around at golf with him after, you know, on ice training as a super quiet, super nice guy. and. Like I remember him teaching us to do like diving poke checks and like stacking the pads because it's 1994 and that's still a thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I grew up worshiping <laughs> the ground that guy friggin' walks on. He can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> the 94 Rangers actually got me into hockey, as they should have because they were the perfect hockey team. Damn it! Yeah, they were <laughs> they were great. I started following them in the uh, the Islanders when they were playing the Islanders, uh, like early round, and then I. My dad was from New York, and he said, "Yeah, I think I'm going to follow the Rangers this year in the playoffs." And I started watching, and I was like, "Hey, this is this is pretty awesome." Hmm. I, I was an ex- I was an extremely lucky kid, and uh, so my dad, when I was younger, uh, ran the company that made all the programs for Madison Square Garden, and oh, cool. so we had tickets to like friggin' everything. So I was extremely lucky, <laughs> um, and. I, I remember bits and pieces of the story, but it always comes up at like every friggin' Thanksgiving. Anytime I had like a new girlfriend that I would bring over Thanksgiving, this story came up to me looking like a child, like me looking like a friggin' hot mess of a human being. But <laughs> my dad brought me to the, you know, famous Matteau, Matteau, Matteau game. Yeah, right. And I apparently, when Stefan Matteau scored that goal, because we were there, um, and off and hid in the bathroom because it was so loud. Like I had like a panic <laughs> oh, attack. Oh wow! And so oh, I'll never forget. So then he refused to take me to the Stanley Cup Finals. And my dad is at Game Seven when the Rangers win the cup, and I'm sitting in my parents' bedroom, like 
both thrilled that the Rangers won the cup and furious that my dad didn't bring me. Oh, so man. I'm sitting there like, didn't you know, take you. eight years old. <laughs> I'm just furious. And when he comes home, I'm like just tearing into him. I'm like, <laughs> you should have taken me. I could have been there. And all he was just like, you literally ran away in Madison Square Garden. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> All right, Matt Goodwin. Goody, thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us and talking to us, giving us a new perspective on a game we all play, but don't get to see out of your eyes that often. Always thanks a pleasure. Thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate the uh, everyone who had to endure me talking about goaltending for an extended period of time. <laughs> I apologize uh, to anyone who had to suffer through that, but it's always a pleasure. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Thanks a lot for coming always man thank you for having me thanks goody that's gonna do it for this episode thanks again to matt goodman for spending some time with us talking hockey before i let you guys go just want to remind everybody to join us on discord you can get there at beersinthelot.com slash discord we got folks starting to drop in and talk to us so that's pretty cool come on in and hang out don't forget to follow us on social media accounts at beers in the lot and thanks again for listening and one last congratulations to daniel Happy birthday, Nolan.